And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's The Plague, week 48 of the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. She's an actress, co-host of Morning, and one-time Miss New York, where she won the chance to see Nick Jonas and Nick Jonas's little Jonas. It's Joanne Noshisinski. He's a creator of audio content, OG Allison guest, and recorder of Things No One Says. It's Alfred Schultz. And he's a writer, co-host of Morning, and the reason Kaylee McEnany was so comfortable dealing with a madman, it's Bill Schultz. Tone Zone is here to acknowledge that Tom Brady might be good, but the GOAT will always be a punky QB known as McMahon. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison. Hello, my little pecan pralines. Welcome to another very exciting Thursday show of the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By celebrity Mary Catherine Ham. Now, originally, I was going to choose Kinder Bueno Bars by Jeffrey Chu. His last name is Chu, C-H-E-W. And I just was like, how can I not choose a carb by someone whose last name is Chu? However, then Mary Catherine Ham sent hers in. And I'm sorry, she has famous person privilege. I had to bump her to the top because Bill knows her. Um, yes. I haven't even introduced my guests yet. So I'm just not biblically. What'd you say? I said not biblically. I right. I was, yeah. I don't think. Do you even know how many people you know biblically? No, I don't. I, I'm basically a born again virgin. <laughs> but so anyway, if you uh, want behind the scenes stuff, if you want to see the video of what you're hearing, if you want to do uh, weekly bonus episodes and Zoom parties and whatnot, Patreon. And you can uh, tell us what carbs to address people as patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I would like to say hello to my guests. I'm very excited to have this group of people back. First of all, it is Bill Schultz. You know him, or I know him, from Red Eye many years ago, and currently Morning with Bill and Joe on the Compound Network, Compound Media Network. Hello. Compound Media, yes. Compound Media. Hello, and welcome back. Thank you so much for having me, Alice. It's great to see you again. It's good to see you, too. I'm excited to catch up. Um, and also, Joanne Nosachinsky, also from Red Eye, also from morning with bill and joe hello hi you look beautiful thank, thank you, you so much i didn't shower so i wouldn't remove the makeup from earlier today that is always such a tough people don't really understand how hard we ladies oh, yeah. have it that thing where you're like should i be clean or should i be styled because it's not going to mm-hmm. be both Oh, yeah. And Bill, if I show up to work tomorrow with my hair in a ponytail, I didn't shower at all. I, how do you think that I don't already know that? We've been doing this for three years. <laughs> I know. Uh, who smells more often? What a terrible question to ask. Of course, it's That's Bill, a great right? question. Gross. I, <laughs> do I smell? I, I, have, I have a terrible sense of smell, which is bad in these COVID times. But, well, uh, thankfully, um, due to social distancing, I yes. have not been able to take a whiff, and I think it's probably for the better. 
Just and go, girl. I, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> On it, as always. But I'm not going to introduce him just yet. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm just fucking with Tony. Uh, I would like to also welcome back to the show Bill's younger brother, former Sirius XM host and podcast producer, Alfred Schultz. Hello. Hey, Allison. Thank you once again for having us on. And uh, yeah, pleasure to be here. How does your brother smell? You know, I think it's uh, he can be a punching bag, uh, but he's pretty clean. Uh, he showers. Thank a you. Lot. I think he sh- I think he probably smells totally fine. Bill, I didn't like. I'm a good showerer now. Is that a brag? I think it's not a humble brag. Um, because it be. mostly, mostly because of cable news. Like I, like he kind of felt like you needed to shower every day for that. And uh, that habit has since stuck with me. There were some freelance times in my past where I was not as clean. Uh, I was not as hygienic, but I didn't have a roommate, so no one was a wiser. Do you mean you had to shower to like be ready for cable news or to wash off the experience? Both. Oh, oh yeah, that's a good. Oh, I see what you're saying there. Yeah, no, but that's all to wash off the experience. But also like the makeup, like that foundation, I really hated. And every once in a while, I would get to take it off, and my pillow would look like the shroud of Turin the next morning. <laughs> like it was, it was basically something that was, uh, yeah, in the Vatican displayed. But uh, yeah, so you you wanted to get that stuff off. I had more sympathy and appreciation for you women folk with regards to makeup after undergoing that. I really hated the makeup part. Sometimes, it really clogged my pores. Sometimes after red eye, instead of separately like taking off the eye makeup and then washing my face and then taking a shower, I would just get in the shower with with just let the shower just wash off all the like all the everything. And at the beginning that I feel like the water would just beat up on my hair. There was so much hairspray in it. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. That was not good for the environment, whatever was going on in there. But um, yeah, I, I, I still have like bad dreams about just like having makeup on for too long. And ugh, it just felt like you're wearing a mask after a while. Oh, your life is so hard, Bill. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> or was that your sarcastic voice? It was sarcastic. Often when I think about um, TV makeup and people who have to wear it, I think about a former colleague of mine who used to be invited to shows like in the morning and then keep the makeup on on purpose so that people could <laughs> ask them about said appearance. So I always kept that. I'm sure I don't know who pocket. you're talking about. <laughs> now see former president Donald Trump. <laughs> that that is specifically a guy thing because Yeah. With women, that people and, would just oh, be like, and a narcissist thing. But yeah, go ahead. Yes, people would just be like, "Oh, you look nice." Okay, Tony Thaxton, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. I did shower, but then I also went ahead and reapplied my makeup. So, kind oh, of like my best today. Best you're of welcome. both worlds. But it looks you like you're going for a natural look, right? Now, how many products does it take for you to achieve this look, Tony? I don't like to give away all of my secrets, but uh, if you follow my blog, you know. I don't know what I'm saying. I do. <laughs> yes. It's called um, Skin Deep with Tony Thaxton. Oh, so you do follow it. Yes. I do. Yeah, yes. I'm a frequent commenter. So um, Tony's dog has big news. Tony, you got your new dog neutered That's over correct. the weekend. Ooh. Or last or week. Last I mean. week, yeah, yeah. How did it you go? monster. Oh. <laughs> uh it went well i uh 
I had to drive. I took him to San Pedro to do it, which is about a 40 minute drive from me. Uh, just because that was the soonest place I could get him into. Uh, and, and with the amount of peeing that he was doing at first, I felt like, uh, maybe this is worth that drive. Um, and it's, yeah, he's been good. Like you would never, like the day of, he was very out of it all day and just slept most of the day and was super sweet and cuddly even more than usual. But, uh, after, after that first day, like you would not even have guessed that he had surgery. Really? Yeah. He's just like totally fine. And I thought, you know, I know it's supposed to, like, chill them out a little bit. And uh, I don't know if it's chilled them out at all. <laughs> I think it takes some time for the body to kind of work the whatever whatever hormones were in him. Okay. I'm not a vet. I don't have balls. What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Couple surprises here. But my, I think it takes a little bit of time for the effects of neutering to kick in. That's my yeah. understanding. That's that I was wondering that actually. Yeah. I mean, he's nothing great. Like he just has like little, little he's still a puppy too, you know. He's only a year old, so like he has these oh. little bursts, but most of the time he's pretty mellow. So, yeah. Have you ever heard of nudicles? I don't think so. This is an aesthetic thing that they are now giving dogs that are essentially fake testicles so that they they don't have the trauma of missing their actual testicles. So they keep the sack and they just put in these little, uh, like, rubber balls that are roughly the size of their former testicles. The artist formerly known as the dog's testicles. <laughs> and that is, yeah, that's supposed to, like, help them psychologically with the whole process. But really, mm-hmm. it's obviously, like, just for the owner. And yeah. I feel yeah, it's like... like yeah. fake boobs for dogs. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> but also, it's sort of false advertising because, like, yeah. aren't you supposed to sort of judge people if they haven't neutered their dog? And then now well, you're yeah, sort of like judging the person. And yeah, Bob Barker it's false. would. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but and also, uh, by the I, way, do they offer specials on neutering co-hosts? Because I feel like Joanne is in agreement with me that she shouldn't reproduce. Listen, I would love an elective surgery so I can just <laughs> sit around, take some time off, and I could I would literally be a bitch, and it would be a laugh. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, yeah, let me know if there's any two for ones or anything like that. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, please sort of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a question for the three of you. Um, I recently had Mark Norman on my show, comedian who mm. lives in New York. And He's he great. Was, yeah, he was talking about how dangerous New York has become. You three lived, although Alfred, you moved out, right? I moved in late November, so any new crime waves I'm unaware of. Unless... That's exactly what someone who's causing them would say. I'm a, I, why do you think I moved to New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> so you could have plausible deniability. Yeah. So is it actually bad? Uh, Joe, you want to start? You, well, you, you take okay. the subway more than I do. I do. Um, you know, I think that there's, what do they say? There's power in numbers. So certainly when there's fewer people on the subway car, the mentally uh, unstable and potentially dangerous people stick out a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Also, though, I downloaded the Citizen app. So I don't know if they have that in LA or in, in other parts of the country. They do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's an app that lets you know, it lets the citizens of an area kind of report if they see a crime happening, if they get wind of one happening, people can upload their own photos and videos 
So I get alerts on my phone every time near me or where I work if something violent happens. Are you a guardian angel now? Is that what I'm hearing? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, let's just add a third job to my resume. Um, (laughs) No, so I think that maybe we're just more aware of all this stuff right now. Like there's more Mm -hmm. apps and with social media, it seems that way. I think probably there's been about the same number. It's just that, yeah, our focus is on it more. What kind of things do you see on the Citizen app? Because I, I personally don't have the Citizen app. I think that my husband Daniel does. I don't because I don't need another thing on my phone to make me crazy, but I do get alerts from the ring doorbell and those are, it's, they, I get them all the time and it's always like package stolen, creepy guy in my yard. Those are two separate things or package stolen and creepy guy in my yard. Like what kind of stuff do you see? Um, gunshot <laughs> detected, uh, stabbing, robbery. Uh, so yeah, those are typically like the hmm. three, and then a lot of manhole insider trading, a lot of manhole <laughs> right. explosions, which is also known as insider trading. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that sounds more violent, Bill. Yeah. Is L.A. basically a demilitarized zone now? How bad is it over there? I've not heard great things. Um. Well, I have. I barely left my house in a pretty long time. Um. Downtown has been rough for a while. COVID is through the roof here. Tony, you leave uh, your yeah. you leave your place more often. How yeah, does it I seem here? I, I don't know. It doesn't seem any different to me. Yeah. And like where I live is is super safe and mellow too. So I don't know. Like I haven't noticed anything out of the ordinary. Right. But Mark was saying that like after dark. And I don't know why I'm belaboring this so much. It's not like every single listener lives in New York. Um, but he was saying that people are sort of nervous to walk around after dark. It, the reason it's interesting to me yeah. because that was the reputation. Spoken of, like a white man. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was the reputation of New York, you know, years and years ago. But when I lived there, it was I hardly ever felt unsafe. You lived in New yeah. York? Yes, you might not know that, Tony. I don't talk about it very often. No, but I did I've never heard this come years. up. <laughs> I think my little experience when I was in Brooklyn for all those months in pandemic is just everything was off kilter. I don't like I I only felt sort of I would take walks at night and f- I don't know if I would say I felt unsafe, but it felt like, ooh, slightly on edge. Like kind of yeah. like if you're like coming from New York and then going to weird places in San Francisco sometimes, you're like, ooh, it just feels a little like I don't feel unsafe, but like it feels like where something could go weird, uh, weirder than normal. Uh, mm-hmm. so I think there's just, it's just more of a, a weird, odd feeling than like, yeah. you're, than like you're seeing gunfights and like actual crimes happening all the time. Hmm. Got it. There's more graffiti too. I've noticed like in places where there were like, oh, like in on Madison Avenue, there'll be graffiti now and stuff like that. Places that you would just never even put the word graffiti and that address in the same sentence. And now I'm seeing that more and more, right. which probably isn't a great sign. Huh. Unless you're a tagger. And uh, I do think it's art if you're a tagger. Yeah, out support there. the so, art, yes. Bill. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. It is free. It does feel like, though, like it, things are going worse and worse in uh, everywhere. And yet we're not getting the payoff of like an awesome punk rock scene or like, <laughs> you know, hip hop is not being invented right now. It's just like everything's so bad that not even arts are doing well. 
It just sucks. Right. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, like, say what you will about the 70s. And any born and raised New Yorker will talk about the 70s endlessly. But it certainly produced a lot of great art. Yeah. And I haven't seen any of that yet, aside from the tagging that I've been doing regularly. Oh, that's you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I assumed, again, that it was was Alfred because of the New Jersey proximity so he can deny it, but then also be where he needs to be. Apparently, there's a movie called Lockdown, right? That's about the pandemic. Have you guys heard about this? I saw this. Yes. I, I haven't seen the movie, but I saw a thing like that. It was made during and has just been released, correct? I believe. Yeah. I saw someone tweet like, I can't think of something I'd want to watch less. And I have to say, right. I also feel similarly. Mm-hmm. That's how I am yeah. with any sort of show. Yeah, any sort of show that does the like, how's <laughs> it going to sound like I'm slamming this show on its own, but just like, I mean, more like TV shows or something that, you know, there's been so many reunions or and things like that where they do these Zoom shows. And like, I appreciate the effort, but I'm just, it's just never quite what I want it to be. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just over. I, I have enough Zoom in my actual life. I don't want to watch a TV show attempting to do it on Zoom. Like, yes, I know you don't want to call out anyone uh, yet. I'm asking you to what are you talking about? Father of the Bride reunion. Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's there's tons of those on. on, There's tons of them on. Well, even like kind of early on last year, uh, I was excited. They did that like Parks and Rec reunion. And while it was like kind of fun to see, it was just like it just wasn't it just wasn't what I wanted. Was that on television? Because I watched a reunion of the the state members, but that was just like a thing you buy a ticket to. No, they tried to make this like like an episode kind of mm. but it was all them talking through zoom and stuff and gotcha yeah. again and i think appreciate the I, I think that when a lot of those a lot of in a lot of those ones the producer is overzealous because josh gad has been doing some pretty what have one have has been doing ones that have been getting a lot of headlines the goonies back to the future well he did it with ghostbusters and he got everyone to the point where that blonde who Bill Murray tries to convince is psychic so he can get in her pants at the beginning of the movie. She was in it. And as a result, he also got Bill Murray. And as we all know, Bill Murray is notoriously hard to get, find, confirm for an interview. But because he had so many people, I think Bill Murray himself ended up speaking for all of five minutes, even though the thing was like two hours. And uh, I think less can sometimes be more as far as the overall guests in Zoom reunions are concerned. But what do I know? I mean, you're only the most famous Zoom reunion producer around. I can kind of, I kind of look at this as a Zoom reunion right here. It really kind of is. You know what? Uh, Someone contacted me. I forget where. It might have been on Patreon, and was like, "Can you guys do a Red Eye podcast? Because there's tons of old Red Eye fans around." Oh, but I feel like how many is tons? You know, because remember. That is a good point. Yeah, just because they're loud doesn't mean there's a lot of them. I can say that about all of Twitter. But just to satisfy them, is there any sort of like red-eye fun fact or behind the scenes anything that you can share? Mm, I'll let Joe go first while I try to pretend I'm thinking. I know. I'm trying to think of something, too. Um, I just have a fun story. About- I love a fun story. Um, I, okay. So in the office, so like when we would come in and like write the episode, I took Bill's old desk, which they heavily sanitized 
They gave me a new keyboard and a new chair. (laughs) I did not know that. But so Andy Levy was across from me. And I realized, Bill, the other day where my mukbang obsession started. So we would come in or I would come in around 1 p.m. Everyone was already there, but I would come in at one right at lunchtime and Andy would get his lunch, bring it back to his desk to eat it. And he always got the best stuff for lunch. Once a week, he would get McDonald's and like the smell of it was so intoxicating. Um, he would get these like really cool soups in those court containers every once in a while, these awesome sandwiches. And I would like watch him eat, but like try not to be creepy about it <laughs> because I don't know what it was. It just, I feel like it made him happier and I liked witnessing that. Um, so anyways, that was just like a fond memory I had the other day. And now I'm currently obsessed with the YouTube trend that is mukbang videos where YouTubers just film themselves eating and talking to camera. And I think that's what I'm missing in my life was Andy Levy eating. (laughs) We, Joe is so obsessed with mukbang videos, uh, that we have a segment called insane in the mukbang parentheses <laughs> insane in joe's brain uh mm-hmm. and you can imagine which song we use for that that we don't have the rights for and uh, yeah it is just joe <laughs> commenting on mukbang <laughs> nailed it well i'm having deja vu because i didn't we just have this exact same mukbang conversation minus the andy levy yes last yeah. time we all did this yes okay just want to make sure i'm not losing my mind yes without the andy levy part but now we know the origin story, so we can better put it in That's context. True. Now, I must hone like in a on some- movie. This is like a prequel. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I must hone in. First, I took a couple notes here. I'm like my own, my own therapist. She'll, like, I'll go off on a long thing, and she'll be like, I took a few notes. Um, anyway, first I wanted to ask about the weekly McDonald's thing. Like, I love that Andy Levy is that regimented that he has a McDonald's day. But then I no longer cared about that. The second I heard Joanne say that he would have cool soups. <laughs> so I was going to ask the exact same thing. I would like us. So badass. I would like us to go around. Tony, can you play something to give us a little bit of time to think? I want us to each think of the coolest soup. And then let's go around and say what we each think the coolest soup is. And I mean, I'm not going to say gazpacho, even though that is a cold soup. Okay. I got it now. Oh, this is so hard. I know. I, 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 I'm going to just go ahead and say I, I'm going to forfeit because... I don't even know how many soups I can name. You only have to name one, but it's got to be cool. <laughs> I want to know what makes a soup cool. That Me was going to be my question. I got it. It's Every pretty soup simple. I'm thinking of is very lame. Yeah. No. All right. I got one. Chicken noodle soup. But wait for it. It's wearing Ray-Bans. <laughs> was gonna... oh. oh, my God. All right. That's so all right. Good. Mm-hmm. Yes. What do you think, Alfred? adorable uh i was because i was like tomato soup i'm like but that's lame then i was like french onion i'm like but that's like gross and like a sloppy thing of cheese um so uh, 
New York, what is it, Manhattan clam chowder? Oh. Is that cool? I don't like it, but I'm just saying, would that I be would, cool? It's kind of cool. Is it cool? I don't know. It, it might shows be that a, you know there's I don't a difference. Know. See, no, of course I know the difference. The mm. reason why I said cool soup is because... You're developmentally I disabled? I couldn't <laughs> distinguish it because it was an ethnic soup. I think, like, I want to say it was ramen. Like, I, I think it was just ramen, or maybe it was pho before I knew what pho was. So uh, as opposed to me being, like, some Asian soup, <laughs> to be nicer, I was like, it was that is, I love how your brain works. It's exactly. But it was like, like a noodle. It was like, the, like a noodle, like, there were noodles in it, but it was definitely Asian. I... <laughs> Wow, what a, wow, he's so cool and open-minded the way he samples other cultures. I can really totally know. picture Joe looking at him being like, I bet, he knows, I bet he's got a lot of Asian friends. Very cool. But like, very, I very cool. Know, I wouldn't know where to go to get that. You know how like people like have their lunch, or at least in New York City, when offices and lunches were so still weird. a thing. People had their little places where they knew where to get that good ramen, or they knew where to get these certain things. And I never knew where to go to get stuff. So I know what you I was mean. Impressed. Like yeah. you were going to Kosi, is that what it's called? Like sure. where there's one on every yes. corner. But uh, Andy yeah. Levy being cool and multicultural cool. had his little hole in the wall where he could get his ramen or what yeah. have you. Yeah. I uh. was going to go with like beef and bean. For some reason, It j- like I'm – I'm not a psychic, but I was really uh, receiving strong bean messages. Cool as <laughs> fuck. Thank you. I just feel there's something bean in there. And I have a question that is only related in my mind. When you hear the word bougie, what does it make you think of? And I will explain why I'm asking. When I had Alexa Bliss on my show, she kept saying bougie. Um, and then her boyfriend now fiance ryan cabrera do you guys remember him mm. from yeah. uh from musician on the way down was that yeah. his song i think so um and then so now i follow him on instagram and he'll often post that he, things are bougie and i'm like oh this is a, a clearly a slang term that they both use often so i i have my own association with what i think bougie means but i asked daniel and he's like it, it means fancy and i was like oh that makes that's not what I thought it meant, but that makes a lot of sense because Ryan Cabrera posted a photo of their dog in a private screening room saying their dog has bougie taste or something. Clearly, it is a fancy dog. I didn't think that's what it meant, though. Is that what you guys thought it meant? Yes. I first heard it from my wife when we were dating. She would say, that's bougie. And I think it's like a New York slang for, yeah, it's fancy. Hmm. Well, it's more than fancy, though. It's also like you're putting on airs. Right. Yeah. It's sort of forced fancy. Like, you know, you're not treating yourself, you're like, bougie. Is it like wasps that became millennials? You know, like millennial what? wasps. Like, I, I imagine like upper, <laughs> like upper east it's not spiders. Like, I don't think so, though. It's I less think it's preppy more, and more like, I don't know. Bling, uh, right? Yeah, I think it's more like you, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Sure. I don't have a good vocabulary. I think. I mean, I'm. I wouldn't know how to spell it. I'll tell you that much. That's what I was going to say. How how does yeah. one spell that? Um, let's see if I get it right. Tony, can you look it up? And then also, can you play something if I do get it right? So it's B-O... I'm spelling bourgeois, right? Not yeah. bougie. Yeah. Because so, 
everyone knows bougie is just B-O-O-J-E-E. Um, okay. B-O-U-R-G. Oh boy. No. Fuck. There's an E somewhere in there. B bourgeoisie. B O I give up. So you can play a I got it wrong Bougie. sound. Yes. <laughs> it's like bourgeoisie. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. is it is B O U R G E O I S. I should have ju- I just I should have stuck the landing. I was headed there. <laughs> there, we'll pretend Thank you did. Thank you. But here's the weird thing. Um in French, because I looked it up, it actually means middle class. Huh. Which is so and that's my association with bougie was like very basic suburban middle of the road which is not what it means slang wise no although maybe it's like old school middle class in the front in france when everything else was like les miserables so the middle class <laughs> right. is like way up there and jean valjean's like the bougies yeah i think you're right they got a yard bill did you have a super bowl party I did. Uh, well, first of all, I don't want to say Call that it was not. It was not like the parade in Tampa. Uh, it was two people that okay. came to my place last minute. Uh, one Alfred knows Nancy Rommelman and a friend of hers who is an Israeli. So of course, I just asked her about being compelled to serve in the military the whole time. And uh, yeah, she brought over a lot of food, of which I still have. It was great. It's the most food I've ever had in my refrigerator. Okay, because you or she posted and you retweeted something about how she was leaving the party to give food to your doorman, which is very nice. But I was really sweet. I was just going to yell at you for having a party. Oh, yeah. Well, again, like um, my roommates already had COVID badly. So I think his antibodies are strong. He was strong with their antibodies. Uh, And we were all as socially distanced as one can be in a one bedroom apartment, which sounds terrible, but we were. I mean, it was we we were pretty good about it. I mean, Alfred makes me have to take a test, and in this case, I didn't have to actually go and be in twenty degree weather in line. I could just sit far away from them and enjoy the majesty that is Tom Brady. It's so weird after hearing all this that I would uh, ask if he could take a test to visit my family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are you Touché. so uptight, dude? I know, I know. <laughs> Touche, or as I call it, Tushy, because it's like bougie. But touche, yes. Yes, from the Touchoisie class. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, and Joe just had a big old, uh, what is it, wings and pizza and tequila party uh, of one, I believe. Well, you and Douglas, right? Oh, yeah. That's. I mean, that's all I really care about with the Super Bowl. I If I watch it with people, I'm annoying because I'm like, what happened? What's going on? Like real Super Bowl fans, real football fans don't want me interrupting their game watch by asking every five seconds what that means. <laughs> so. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Although there is a certain guy aspect that enjoys explaining it to a girl. Mansplaining, if you will. Oh, so you can get oh that, that is element. catchy. Yes. You Thank just... you. Use that. I'm gonna, I bet that's going to take over from bougie. <laughs> I think that's going to be the new thing. Yes. So, Bill, you have a roommate, but you guys live in a one bedroom. Do tell. I said too much already. Yeah. Uh, we make it work. We Man's make too it much work. Information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Couches can be turned into beds. I'll leave it at that. 
Uh, I would also add that I'm single, Ooh. ladies. I have to say something, Bill. The fact that you're suddenly becoming like coy and cagey right now is not serving you well because more detail about how two of you live in a one bedroom would yeah. actually make this sound more normal than whatever I'm conjuring. Oh, well, no, he has the bedroom and I have the couch. I see. That is a pullout. Yes. And before everyone else in America cringes and makes fun of me or feels sorry for me, I prefer neither. Uh, I would say the odd couple, they were middle-aged men and they lived together because it is very expensive in New York people. Even now that it's just full of zombies, heroin addicts and me, it is still very expensive. So that's how I justify it. Yes. How's your back after sleeping on a pullout all the time? And I, again, I know first people tuned in to hear our hyper-local New York content, and now they want to know our (laughs) orthopedic content. Thank you. Yes. Um, It's not awesome, but, you know, that's the thing. Like, Joe's got a boyfriend, but, like, in that might as well just be. You say it like you're jealous, Bill. Like, you want a boyfriend. No, but if I had a girlfriend, it would sound a lot better than me saying I have a roommate as far as having to share rent is concerned. You see what I'm saying? Um, but like I look at you married people like Alfred and Allison and I look at Joe with her boyfriend and it's just a roommate. You know, you're still splitting the cost. But people it's look just down like at just me. having a roommate. Yeah. Uh, we have no difference sex. whatsoever. <laughs> it depends um, what you do with your roommates. Uh, well, again, I always had know. a kid with my roommates, <laughs> <laughs> but also Bill, Bill, I have a roommate as you call my boyfriend, but guess mm-hmm. what? We have a two bedroom. We each have our own bedroom. Wait, do you I really? Know. I was hoping you wouldn't mention that. Um, n- no, no, that this, the guest room is where I do my makeup and all my clothes are in there. So we call it my room, <laughs> but we do share a room. Is it just me, Allison, or does that sound very bougie? That I think that's sound, bougie. That's pretty yes. bougie. Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah. deluxe. That's pretty nice. You have like a whole room for your makeup and your clothes? Well, um, not really. It's just there's a closet in there and I took it. But he has he has the one in our bedroom. So our apart we we are in a house now, but our apartment before this had two bathrooms. So I took the one that was connected to our bedroom, which was bigger. And then Daniel took the other bathroom. Um, and that was a really good experience for me personally. <laughs> and then when we moved into this house, he said that he was going to share the bathroom with me because it has the better shower. And I really had no recourse. Yeah. <laughs> I had to just be like, okay, I guess we'll do that. But it's still, it still bothers me sometimes because it's like we have a whole other bathroom. Is that, do you recommend that? I know I have many married friends and they very much recommend separate bathrooms. The ones that can afford it. I like it. I yeah, liked it. That makes sense to me. Yeah. 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 Uh, sorry. It's past tense. I'm probably triggering you right now. It's okay. It's, yeah. it's all right. Alfred, are you, do you guys share? We share a, you know, so we just moved into a house and we are to this constantly walking around being like, I can't believe we have this amount of space. Uh, yeah. You know, it is, you know, a, a, a good for us. We coming from a three room railroad apartment. This is like <laughs> insane. So we do have a bathroom that is ours, uh, connected to our main bedroom, and we do share it. I guess hearing you guys talk, I'm like, I guess there's another bathroom I could use that, but 
I don't want to because it's not you're as a monster. Nice, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That I think is that's pretty much how Daniel felt about what became his bathroom in the old place. He was just being agreeable. And then I'm like, wonderful. You know, when you offer something and you don't really intend the person to take you up on it. I mean, I guess I could use the other one. Oh, thank you, honey. Okay. <laughs> so now, Alfred, yes. have you, are you, um, is this a temporary move and you will go back to the city or did you guys like officially this leave is the city? Like, yeah, it's a very complicated story, but like we, uh, weren't, we were maybe look, we were looking around a little bit before pandemic. And then once pandemic hit, we're like, oh, we can't move because prices are crazy. This is actually our middle brother's old house. Crazy. He's two owners ago. And then he told me that this owner is, uh, uh, headed, uh, on the market and long story short, it was on the market for longer than they thought it was going to be. And so we were like, well, if we could get a deal is not the right word, but because um, good Lord. Um, but <laughs> like, uh, you know, it, it was it was an easier situation than we ever would have thought. And mm-hmm. so we really, really lucked out and we got this this house. So I knew the house because it was my brother's. So we love the house. And it's great. Are. Yeah. How's your daughter like it? She loves it. She's already feels like it's too small for her. So that's fun. It's, she's already occupied every single square foot. So <laughs> that's cool. She's adapted real quick, which is yeah, glad, glad you're uh, raising her bougie. See, yes, I'm using my new word. Guys. Yes. You know, she just finds that we we let her stay in the gatehouse more than the main house. You know? <laughs> uh, that's how we sort of handle it. So. I don't know if that counts as bougie. <laughs> well, I have a theory that I think that Joe and Douglas are on the sly looking for something outside the city, possibly in a house format. Am I wrong, Joe? With what money? Well, he gets those sweet credit card commercial checks. That's true. And he did just shoot another one. But oh, he did? Uh, oh, wow. That's, yeah, it's just that good. we just got a car this summer. So like, uh, the big yeah. purchases kind of have to happen along a timeline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, my sister just bought a house not far actually from your brother's bill. And um, it's it's a lot of work too. So like, that's the other thing. Like right now, if there's an issue, you know, we just call our landlord, yes. which is really nice. And mm-hmm. um, to not have that financial burden if something goes wrong, Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, it's a big responsibility. So at some point, but not right now. Snow's been fun. So oh, it's yeah. cool. We've been buried for a solid week. <laughs> oh, yeah. It sticks there. I'm sorry about that, boy. So, it's not entirely your fault. I have snow envy. Looking at all not the pictures. Not like this. I... Not like this. I, uh, it's just, yeah. It's it, real. It, it, this is the worst I've seen it in the New York area. Really? Uh, yeah, because it's it's... It was like we were covered like over two feet, just slammed. And then it's supposed to snow tomorrow. Like it's been snowing constantly. And it's a cliche, but it's true that the overall um, adorableness, uh, pretty, the the way it looks, all that stuff lasts for five minutes. And then it's either yellow or it's brown and it's frozen over. Half the cars can't even start, much less have their windshields be cleaned up. It's a nightmare. That like the, the New York with snow is cool for five minutes, and then it is just awful. 
it still looks pretty in the suburbs right now, but like you can't nah, walk nah, on nah. it. It's too deep to like walk and like yeah. take a nice winter walk. Like it's it's really burdensome. Does anyone want my house? <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys, uh, Bill. Our mutual friend and Alfred, I believe you know her too. And Joe, maybe you know her too. Laura Lou, who moved to yes. Wisconsin or Minnesota. Minnesota, right? Or Miss- yeah. I think she's she, she's Minnesota, somewhere. I yeah, I think she's uh. in Minnesota. She posted um a, a video of her making maple candy in the snow, which is of just course. carrying like boiling maple syrup, and then you pour it into the snow, and then you pick it up from the snow and eat it, and I, the whole time I was just thinking, man, you got to really trust that that snow is clean. Well, yes. By the way, that is the most Laurel Lou thing I've ever heard in the history of Laurel Lou. Uh, <laughs> doing that maple syrup thing. That is quintessential Lou right there. But uh, yeah, no, you you really do. Um, well, Joe, what was that story we did about, um, uh, was it Icicles? And that, that woman that did that PSA, that very young science there teacher. There was a meteorologist. Yes. Who had, I believe it was her TikTok and she was sharing, um, cause I think there was a TikTok trend where people were tearing icicles off of structures and eating them. I would and do this. This meteorologist was like, Hey guys, newsflash. Those icicles are, are full of bird feces <laughs> because, you know, it comes from the roof. And like birds perch and poop all over that roof. So water slides down and freezes. It's just full of all that crap. Laura Lou's on her way right now. (laughs) To scoop it up. I still think there should be more of a PSA of those icicles falling and going right into your eye. Die Hard 2 style. That would be the thing that would always scare me more than the eating of the bird poop. But uh, yeah, none of that's sanitary. And you think about it, of course it isn't. Uh, the minute it hits the ground, you don't want to get anywhere anywhere near your mouth. Builds immunity. We're fine. Mm-hmm. Herd right. immunity from yellow snow. Yeah. yeah. Dang, right, I am. We need some germs. <laughs> yeah, um, it does help. I want to tell you guys about MeUndies. I don't know if, do you know MeUndies? They're like oh, the sure. super stylish, super comfortable underwear and more. Let's talk about love. If there's one thing that got us through this past year, other than that video of dog face vibing to Fleetwood Mac, it is love. And that means getting extra cheesy for Valentine's Day is okay. Despite everything, we found new ways to match our daily lives with the ones we love most. That's why MeUndies released their V-Day collection valentine's day in case you didn't do the math in mm. undies loungewear and more that's right yeah no v day so they take the v from valentine's like valentine's day and they just shorten it to v day i'll i'll draw you a flashcard um so you and your valentine can match through it all show that special someone how much you care and say those three words everyone wants to hear match my undies and if you're single no problem show yourself some love in something that makes you feel amazing because you deserve that so daniel and i actually have matching me undies they are so comfortable we have ones that have we've got matching christmas undies We, we don't wear them at the same time but we could if we wanted to. I was going to say, this to. is getting pretty kinky. I'm yeah, we could if we wanted it, to. But... We've got ones that have, they have like lips on them or like it looks like a, you know, a kiss mark. Um, I, I like the bikini 
uh, they come in different cuts. I like the bikini ones. Um, but I have also tried the hipster ones. Those are super comfortable. MeUndies are made with sustainable, breathable, softer than soft fabric and available in a range of sizes from extra small to 4XL. MeUndies membership gives you and your boo a new pair of undies or socks every month. Members get discounted pricing on everything MeUndies makes, as well as early access to major print launches. MeUndies has a great offer for you guys. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. To get your 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash Allison. That's MeUndies, M-E-U-N-D-I-E-S.com slash Allison. MeUndies.com slash Allison. Um, I also want to tell you guys about CBD MD, whether you're an exhausted traveler, a stressed out parent, or you're working out again for the first time in months, sleep is crucial to getting the most out of every day. And luckily our friends at CBD MD have exactly what you need to sleep like you used to. I feel like everyone right now, especially this year is struggling with sleep. CBD PM soft gels contain the same award-winning formula as CBD PM, giving you all the CBD, melatonin, and chamomile you're used to in a powerful pre-measured soft gel capsule. These soft gels are a quick and convenient way to get the deeper sleep you deserve. Um, I am a huge fan of CBD MD. They also have something for if you have like a sore muscle. Let's say you've been working out too hard or like me, you just got a cordless vacuum and you went nuts with it and you were lifting it above your head, getting rid of all the cobwebs that's that's working out it was surprising how much i felt that the next day but then i just rubbed on like the cbd lidocaine thing felt so much better uh and to make it even easier to relax regroup and unwind they're offering all my listeners 25 percent off your next purchase when you use the code allison at checkout once again that's cbdmd.com promo code allison cbdmd.com promo code allison for 25 percent off your purchase of superior cbd oil products okay deal well allison when you said the phrase you and your boo is that even cooler speak for bougie like if you don't have time to say bougie right my boo boo. yeah is that what i feel like it I feel like you're running the risk of people being really confused if you do that but i feel like you could mansplain it (laughs) by the way tm I think I'm going to take this thing places. Uh, I'm going to do something with mansplaining. Definitely do that. <laughs> I just want to say, so I'm, we mentioned Laura Liu and her um, germy maple candy in her idyllic snow life. But for anyone who's been like a super duper, duper, duper long time, Allison Rosen is your new best friend, listener slash watcher. Back when this podcast existed as a Ustream show, which Alfred used to come on regularly, um, Laura and right. her boyfriend who's now her husband came on because they were i think she played the oh my god what is the accordion on my show i think she did that and also they were they had a website called around the world in 80 plates where they were like sampling sort of like andy levy sampling foods of other cultures cold soups Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. So we cool. Gotta, we got to get her to weigh in on like the coolest <laughs> soup. What did you well, guys- actually? Yeah. I did one thing with Laura and her husband when they, when she was doing that, and Joe was in Astoria, and this is actually something that can wear Ray Bans. They went to a place in Astoria, obviously Greek, 
and they served a goat skull. I don't even know how this is legal. And this thing, it still kind of looked like a goat. Like the eyes were kind of still in it. And you had to eat the brain and everything. And they didn't really get too much of it into their person because uh, it was revolting. But yeah, there is a place in the story that actually serves like goat head. And that's it. That's Snapchat. <laughs> so I don't know if that was a fun fact, but yeah. yeah. So that was one of Laura Lou's more repulsive ones. That was our snack chat drop. Oh, snack oh I'm chat. so yeah. glad you guys have been hearing those because I just thought I was having some kind of breakdown. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I've been thinking about and I didn't invent this deep thought, but I've been thinking about where culturally we draw the line meat wise. Like, oh, it's normal to have that kind of meat, but it's totally disgusting to have that thing when really all of it is kind of similar. But um, I have become obsessed with Below Deck on Bravo. Does anyone else watch oh. this show? Mm-mm. Bill's favorite. Really? I like, I like well, it. Yeah. I Can we have am- that part out, by the way? I don't <laughs> actually have people be aware of this, but yes. I'm only on season three. I'm I've watched the reunion now of season three. Now, this is the season where Chef Leon makes beef cheeks repeatedly. Yeah, Do you that remember was my this? nickname in high school. Beef cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know that that's what you think it is. Oh, no, I know what it is. Oh, really? To, no, they're not um, talking about high school. <laughs> it, I don't believe it's the like facial cheek of a cow. Is that what you were thinking? Wait, what do you think it is? I, I, just I think assume it's, that's what it was. I think it's, again, it's sort of like um, pork shoulder. It's not like the shoulder. It's like a joint. So, um, yeah, I feel like a beef cheek is, it's just like a, a certain part of the meat, possibly a little fattier. Oh. I could be really wrong, but I say it with confidence. I know. That is her MO. Yeah. I, did, I did look it up. Should I... Should I let should I let Joe have this? No, don't. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, no, wait, wait, wait. I love how you let me say all of that without just interjecting <laughs> that you actually. No, know go the on. Answer. Yeah, what do you think it is? Mm, yeah, go on. Uh, What's that? Wait, now I want to know what it is. Wait, no, I'll, I'll get to that in one second. But which was the better host thing to do? Because I see what you're saying. I did let you, I let you like, I gave you enough rope to hang yourself, but I feel like it also would have been rude if I was like, no, 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 that's not right. And I was like open to the idea that I was wrong, even though I looked it up. Anything that can make Joanne look like the liar that she is, thumbs up. That was good. Yes. I tend to always take things literally. So I think I wanted it not to be what I thought it was. Yeah, because it sounds disgusting. So what, yeah, I what looked, is it? Maybe it also has a colloquial term. Maybe we're both right. But I uh, looked it up and it, it is the facial muscle of a mm-hmm. cow. And it's the facial muscle yeah, of a no. cow. And it has to be braised or slow cooked for a while because... <laughs> what I like because it's a muscle that's used frequently because cows chew their cut and stuff. It's like very tough. So you got to, you know, cook it for a while to, to get it to be tender. And then here's the most curious thing I read that it's expensive because most animals only produce one or two. Why only one? Like, shouldn't there yeah. be two? <laughs> that was confusing to me. I would argue, though, that that would be the most responsible kind of meat eating. 
because as bad as it is for the environment, as far as the methane is concerned, uh, as cool as some of the executing practices are of said animals, if you're going to do it, use all of the animal. Right. And if you're eating the cheeks of a cow, I'm pretty sure you're using all the animal. Like right. you're not leaving a lot for the dumpster, I would right. assume. So yeah. that would be responsible right you, there. You could garnish it with buttholes, braised buttholes. Yes. And I've mm. eaten the cow's butthole. Have you really? Yes, cooked. I've eaten an entire cow. What? For Red Eye, yeah. There was a restaurant that had this weird thing that they were, uh, it was right in mid, right, right near Times Square, where they would serve, uh, and it was a very gourmet place, uh, from snout to tail, every part of the cow. And I went there one night and uh, did that. Joe, that's as close to mukbang as I've ever done. I don't think it's on online anymore, but... Uh, you might like it. You might like it. Although I'm not that Asian looking. I know you, you prefer know, your mug painters to the Asian. I think, I don't know that I'm just like grossed out by hearing it. I, I don't even know that I'd be grossed out if it was put in front of me. I think it would just depend on, on me like trying it if I liked it or not. All of it was good. I've yeah. always thought that it's, I remember I, I had to do work once a year in Colorado and we would try to find a place that would serve uh, Rocky Mountain oysters, which is, I think, oh, testicles. Yeah. And, I, and I was always saying, you know, I would definitely try it. And people would be like, oh, you can't believe you would try it. Oh, like as if did that make me like, I don't know, not a man. <laughs> I don't know. Like such a strange, <laughs> weird thing one. to make fun of me for. Um, but what I don't understand is like people's thought of, ew, that you're eating testicles? Gross. It's like if it's cooked – and like prepared by a professional, why would you not try it? Because every, everything we eat, as you were saying kind of earlier, Allison, it, it, as, as long as you are a meat eater, if you're uh, if you're a vegetarian, obviously you would have a problem with all of it. But if you're a meat eater, I don't understand why all if it's prepared correctly and healthy wise, like I don't understand why it would be a problem. We ingest. Oh, no, the. uh the weird leg of a of a chicken is way more normal than the testicles of a bull. It's like, why does it matter? Hmm. It's like a weird, like homophobic thing to be like, oh, it matters. Yeah, I told Joe this. We were talking about this last week, and of course I Googled it. But um, there was this old Louis C.K. bit. I hate the word oh. bit. Uh, about <laughs> uh, the fact that he would be in Chinatown and they would sell duck vaginas. And he would talk about how could you conquer a bird or any type of species more than to have a whole jar full of their vaginas. And uh-huh. uh, <laughs> uh, I also I but I also to Alfred's point, I mean, when you really think about it, like what's the difference? Like people eat pink snouts like it's just another body part that we're consuming of an animal we killed. Yes. So I actually do agree with you. Um, I wish maybe intellectually i agree with you but emotionally physically i don't like emotionally physically i could not um i don't know where emotions come into it when it I, the idea of eating testicles or face or head or cheeks anything other than just the real bougie straightforward cuts of meat <laughs> <laughs> i don't think so i could bougie. do i will say the first time i went to japan uh I thought I was just taking some, we, we all went to dinner and there was, it was just a, a very meat heavy place. And I thought I was just taking some beef and then I ate it and I was like, Oh my God, that's like the best beef I've ever had in my life. And then I found out after I ate it that it was actually tongue. 
Oh. Oh, yeah. They had that. But it was, yeah, it was it's good. really no, fucking good. I've never yeah. had tongue either. That I don't think I would have tried it if I knew. I think I would have been a little freaked out and maybe not been, especially, you know, this was 17 years ago or something. Um, yeah. I don't know if I would have tried it at the time. If would I you have it again? It. Oh, yeah, for sure. I have really? had it again. Um, I think we should do some Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Okay, reminder, this is a segment where people write in with things they think or do, and they wonder, is it just me or is it everyone? If you would like to send in your Just Me or Everyone, I'm going to tell you right now, tweet it to the show's Twitter feed. So that's at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F, A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Yes, I know it looks like Aryan Boyfriend. It stands for Alice Rosen is your new best friend. Um, and just do ha- use the hashtag J-M-O-E, Just Me or Everyone. Um, okay. So I do have a few that people sent in, but I would like to know, Alfred, Bill, Joanne, Tony, um, do, do you guys happen to have any of your own? I'll defer to Al. Alfred's pretty good at these things. I'll defer to him. Not first. good at these things. Uh, Shut up. But uh, I was thinking about it, and you know on Facebook, I hate to have anything related to Facebook, but anywho, uh, if you click on like a video, it takes you to like a new, uh, like a separate Facebook mm-hmm. that is like the video Facebook channel and it you watch one and then generally like the one afterwards is similar to one you've watched before whatever whatever um for some reason every time i am in that sort of space and i'm like just sort of going through some videos it always ends up being many 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 clips of the Graham Norton show <laughs> i don't know how or why <laughs> i've never consciously clicked on anything for the Graham Norton show but every single time I've seen now the past year or two, a million clips of the Graham Norton show. I, I enjoy it. I just never thought it never was something that I thought about up until that. So I don't know if that happens to me or everyone. That does not happen to me. Really? Now that's weird. It happens to me because I actively look up the Graham Norton show. Yeah. Well, I, I never have. I, love I don't it. think I've I ever think looked it up. But yeah, it always Gordon populates Ritt- my Facebook. I know you're buddies with James Gordon via the old DMs these days. <laughs> but James Gordon completely story, ripped, sir. He, he, he completely, well, I'm being vague, but uh, he completely ripped <laughs> off Graham Norton's format about having all the guests come out at the same time. Yeah. Roundabout. Comp- yeah. I mean, that was, uh, that was all great. He's great. I love him. Who's James Gordon? Corden. James guy, Corden. Corden. Sorry, oh, Corden. Yeah. The other <laughs> guy makes fish sticks, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And one time, and I'll have to figure out some time when I actually make it public because I told him I wouldn't, but uh, he and I DM'd for a very long time one day. Oh, it's great. Yes, it is very, very And it ended with him being like, let's not, don't go and talk about this publicly. And this was years ago, and I was like, okay. It was, yeah, I don't, I can't say anything, it's, but like, it, it was, it's it something. was very interesting. It was a peek into his psyche a little bit, and it was great. Were you guys Mine friends? Mine no, nope, yeah. never met him. Never met him. I won't get into it because, I, again, I did tell him I would not. 
but this was years ago. Do you ago. want to, it's up to you. Do you want to say the reason why he first? No, because I think, you? I think that's why he doesn't want to. Right. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I think that's Joe. The most... I'll tell you, I'll, Joe, I'll tell you after it's over. <laughs> yeah. This sucks that <laughs> someone's going to have to fill me in because I'm dying to know. I mean, you'll be let down, but it's, uh, it's funny. Tony did your so you guys might not know this but tony's a bona fide rock star he plays drums in motion city soundtrack did you guys ever do the cordon show no that came well i guess we did some tours later but yeah that was kind of he kind of came around after uh mm. before we came back so he so. never dm'd you no no dming <laughs> about mysterious reasons uh bill or joe do you have it just me or everyone um i have one mine's just kind of dumb I guess That's never stopped Alfred's us was before. dumb too. Hey. Um, oh, totally. Yes. Mine was very intellectual. Uh, whenever I am brushing my teeth, I have to walk around the house. I can't just stand <laughs> in front of the mirror in the bathroom brushing my teeth. Like I need to, I, maybe it's because my bathroom is so small, again, city living, but I am in the hallway. I'm walking into the kitchen. I'm just going around and brushing my teeth. That is not just you. Um, I remember that one came up on the show like ages ago. Oh, Chelsea Peretti, comedian Chelsea Peretti talked about it. She talked about. She's great. She's great. She referred to it as jailbreak. <laughs> but I have the opposite. Like, I'll be sitting there brushing my teeth in the bathroom and I'll think I could be multitasking right now. I could be like getting the, you know, I don't know, getting the bed ready or and, and that just means, you know, taking the sham pillow off of it. But sham. and yeah, how bougie. But <laughs> the second I set foot out of my bathroom, I feel gross. There's something that's just very has to be in the bathroom about brushing teeth for me personally. Hmm. Well, Joanne is in of herself gross. So <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever taken your toothpaste to the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> what do you are you guys bathroom brushers or do you are you, are you free walk, range? I can walk around. Yeah. I walk around. Yeah. yeah, I'll do it sometimes. Not always, but every now and then. Does anyone here brush their teeth in the shower? That's a pretty popular oh, no. thing that comes up I'd sometimes. I do that sometimes. I have. I wouldn't. I, I, it's been a while, but I, I have. I wouldn't know where to begin. Right? It's a, it seems complicated and weird. Yeah. I don't think it's that complicated. <laughs> I, uh, I'm really concerned about your uh, inability to multitask. Well, I think what he's getting at, if I may is the question of like, do you put your toothbrush in your mouth and then get in the shower? And yes. if so, then where do you put Thank your toothbrush you. after? Or do yes. you bring the whole brushing contraption yeah. into the shower and put it like next to your shampoo? Just the logistics of it. I think it, a lot of it has to do with how your bathroom could be set up. Like if I if I wanted to do that, it would be very easy for me because I could just reach right out of my shower and reach the counter and like everything oh. would, could be right there. So like it could, it can be easy depending on how your bathroom is set up. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'm definitely a walker more than a shower while toothbrushing. Or those are even words. But uh, yeah, I mean, like yeah, I brush for a long time. I'm very, very um, conscious of my oral health. Congrats! Thank you. <laughs> Is that bougie? Very. It's kind of. It's kind of bougie. It's kind of bougie. It is. Um, I have not seen a dentist for this entire pandemic. And I would say... Oh, I got you beat. 
year and a half before that as well. I've this is and I might have shared this on the show. This pandemic, in the same way that you're supposed to for people who have cars, you're supposed to always have a full tank of gas so that if there's some emergency, you don't have to go to the gas station first. I've realized my personal upkeep in terms of like going to the dentist, getting, you know, going to the gynecologist, getting a mammogram. I need to like always keep those things up to date in case a virus comes along and keeps me in my, ha- my house for over a year. Cause I already needed to do all of those. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. that's everyone's in that boat. I haven't gotten a physical in oh, well over a year now. And in terms of the dentist though, this is maybe something I should not admit. Um, I don't remember the last time. Uh, really? It's been years and years. I've never had a cavity in my life. Oh, wow. And I went about four years before going to my last one. And I remember the guy was like, all right, you're the people we hate. You have clean bill of health. So should we schedule an appointment in six months? I'm like, good, sir. I don't think so. And that was 15 years ago. So the absolute worst thing he could have said to you. Yes. I'm like, I think we're good. I think we're done here, sir. Good. Best of luck on your business. I don't remember what year that was. I think it was eight years, seven years ago. So I do need to go, but I've never had a cavity and it really is. I, while I do have good oral health, I think so much of it is genetics and, uh, I should definitely go. But, uh, yeah. Bill, have you had a cavity? Uh, no, no. I'm, yeah, it must be genetic. Really? I've Look never at, had one. Yeah. What about yeah. me? I, I, I wasn't kidding about the oral health thing. Yeah, yeah. no, I know. But you're- I floss, too. Like, I do all that stuff. But uh, I, I should probably go back to the dentist. But Alfred undermined your point, Bill, probably not intentionally, by saying that it's genetics. So I'm just asking since your brothers, you know. But maybe it's for you, it's, it's, all, your, it's your, all your brushing. Yeah, but like I do have the thing where I brush violently and my gums have definitely receded. Yeah, mine too. Uh, yeah, and uh, that's the main reason I believe is if you are a violent brusher, of which I am. Now, it's, you know, I, I'm scared of cutting. So that's what I do. Uh, <laughs> rather than actually do that, I just brush my teeth really hard until there's blood. What about but, middle um, brother Jonathan? Has he had a cavity? Oh, no. He's, he's all dentures. He has horrible, <laughs> awful, rotting teeth. Uh, no, I think I don't think he's – I don't know if he's had a cavity either. I he's can't the Austin over this. Powers of the Schultz family. <laughs> uh, I can't imagine being our age and not having had a cavity. I've had a root canal. Oh, well, oh. It wasn't in the as, past eight years. Maybe I've terrible. had 15. I just haven't gotten them checked <laughs> yeah. out. So I don't, I don't have to tell you. Me too. Tony, Joe, are you guys as blessed in the tooth department? <laughs> no, not at all. I'm I'm not great with and I'm I'm bad about going to the dentist and usually when I do go, it's not great. Mm. Yeah. Um, so. root canal? No, I haven't had anything that bad, but uh yeah, usually, you know, uh, some something going on. Out of me. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any cavities in my adult teeth. When I was a kid, I did. But I do wonder, and Bill and I talk about this on our show a bunch. We had similar like Catholic upbringings. Oh, yeah. And I do wonder if it's a matter of like that Catholic guilt, like with growing up, you know, you you learn those healthy practices of like, you got to brush your teeth, you got to floss, you got to do the fluoride rinse or whatever it was. Um, no, you know, don't have that extra candy or whatever. So I wonder if there's 
certain, I don't know, sort of like a discipline, sort of like with religion that can be tied to that. I don't know. I just but- prayed for no cavities. So that's <laughs> there you go. how I did. <laughs> nice. And Bill made a deal with the devil. So there you mm-hmm. have it. I can't believe all these adults who've had no cavities whatsoever. This is this is truly mind blowing. Did you guys do those fluoride treatments where they put that like shampoo on your teeth, basically? Yeah, it was so yeah. gross. I love that. What? Oh yeah, I loved all that stuff. I actually enjoyed Oof. going to the dentist. That's weird. What? That's yeah. Weird. Well, our that... dentist had a lot of Chicago Bears that would go there, so I would always get excited that maybe I'd see one. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember that. All right. Billy Anderson. Um, <laughs> Andrew Ant says, just me or everyone, all this talk about the Jewish space laser, that's a reference to Marjorie Taylor Greene, yes. um, has me wanting to watch Real Genius again, just me or everyone. It ne- it's never a bad time for Real Genius. I love that That is movie. a great movie. Yeah. That movie was filmed at my college, Pomona College. Mm. Oh, really? It's, yes. Uh, also, it's a long over- time since I've seen it. Over the yeah. Top was filmed there. And Teen Wolf 2. Um, oh. And Facts Where he of was a college boxer, which, as you know, it's a huge sport for colleges. <laughs> boxing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and always a good sign for a sequel where they go from basketball to college boxing. <laughs> and let's please not forget that because he was – because Jason Bateman was um, Michael J. Fox's cousin, it cousin. was spelled T-O-O. He's teen also a Teen Wolf. Yeah, yes. oh. he is one as well. Yes. Do they even have boxing in college? I mean, I'm sure they don't now. Somewhere is in some club, sure, but it's not like a thing. Nina Hartley says, "When I watch movies about the future, I think that old person would probably be my great great grandchild." Most recently, thought this about Ad Astra. Um, I, I, that's not me. And also I did not enjoy Ad Astra at all. I Bill, did you like it? Cause I feel like you would. I have not seen it. Oh, um, is that, is that the one with Brad Pitt? Yes. Okay. Uh, I heard good things. I have not seen it. I haven't seen it either. Friend of the show. Jimmy Pardo loved it. Tony, did you see it? I have not seen it. I found it really bad with movies the last like several years. I'm, I'm the worst at movies, but I did happen to see that one. Um, I anyway, used to see everything. Now I see nothing. When you see a movie about the future, do you think that? What was it? For some reason, I didn't follow that. Will you say um, it again? Yeah. When I watch a movie about the future, I think that old person would probably be my great-great-grandchild. So, like, oh, let's say the okay. movie is set 100 years from now. An old person right. there would, like, base, like, relate it to your own life. So that person's watching Brad Pitt be like, I'm so narcissistic. My great grandchild would look just like Brad Pitt. No, I don't think that. <laughs> I kind of do the opposite where if I watch an older movie and there's a little kid in it, I think about how that little kid is old now. And it's like, for some reason, even though that's a very normal thing, it seems mind blowing in my head. Yes. Well, it's how every dog in every, every movie yes. is dead right now. Even yeah. movies that were released like, like this year. They're dead. Yeah. Yes. Um, I used to watch Oliver, the movie Oliver, and I, one of my very early crushes, I had two crushes. I had a crush on a guy from Electric Company and I had a crush on the Artful Dodger from Oliver. And I remember when, (laughs) when I was a kid thinking, but he's like 30 now. And I think he's deceased now. 
So I really missed my chance no. with him. Or he's alive. <laughs> By the I way, that, that in of itself is very bougie. Because you wanted to slum it yeah. with some sort of little pickpocketer. Right. Uh, because of your uh, privileged upbringing, you wanted to see how the other half lived. I, I mean, think that is very bougie. I was like six, so I don't think that it was that. I don't think I had such a, a class consciousness just yet. But yeah, maybe, but but maybe I did, and maybe that's my privilege showing that I would think that I didn't. Okay, you, you didn't have to quote Annie a hard knock life. Let's be honest, uh, <laughs> and Artful Dodger did, and uh, so there you go, bougie. I say. Yeah. Um, D Stein says, when you watch someone go live on Facebook or Instagram, you get paranoid that they can see you on your side of the screen. No, that's like pathology. No, I get paranoid when someone is on like a Instagram live thing and I've clicked on Instagram and like I'm taken there and it says mm-hmm. as one person viewing and I immediately get scared <laughs> yeah. and click off because I'm like, I don't even yes. know what that was. I don't want someone to be like, that was just Alfred hanging out with me. Yes. <laughs> I get scared about that. I was yeah. going to say that. That's the thing. When I accidentally, yeah. sometimes when I just get that notification, like someone's going live, yes. out of habit, I just click. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's someone that I followed on a whim or like we only met once seven years ago and it's awkward. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm with you, Alfred. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. They need to make that. There needs to be like another step in yes. there or something. Are you so sure? Are you sure? Yeah. 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 It's way too easy. It's weird. There's so many are you sure things on your computer. And yet that one, you just go right there. Could there possibly be a reason? Like, are they trying to, like, they want you to do that for some reason? Instagram wants to have everyone watching a video at some point. Or some. there's some kind of, you know, algorithm where they, I don't know, maybe see value in someone clicking on a video no matter what it is. I don't know. Maybe they know that if they say, are you sure, everyone's going to say no. Yeah. Okay. Bridget Ruotolo says, I feel really weird when I eat chicken and eggs at the same time, like a chicken breakfast scramble. I'm eating the mom and the baby. One form isn't enough for me. I have heard people say stuff like this. Um, I don't personally have this one. I feel bad when I feed my chickens their own eggs. That's when I feel weird about it, but not the other one. Yeah. I just never choose to have chicken and eggs at the same time. That's yeah. what I don't understand. Bacon and eggs, of course. Maybe ham in an omelet. Uh, yes, but why would you want chicken in your omelet or chicken with your eggs? That's a, Yeah, I don't know that I've ever had the two together. I guess I haven't either. Well, listen, I have. And here's when you'd want it. You're making so a salad. <laughs> I make my classic bougie salad and mm-hmm. sometimes I'll put chicken in there and I'll also put hard boiled egg white. Oh, the worst part of the egg. Oh, you're a yolk person. <laughs> I, well, if I'm doing it, I want it all. Mm. Yeah. I'm not a big yolk fan. I just straight up eat hard boiled eggs, like cool hand Luke style, like dozens and KFC at the same time. Is that similar? It is. Bill. No. And is it bougie? I don't I don't think it's bougie. No. KFC's no. always a little bougie. JFK is <laughs> cheaper. Bill, do you remember on our show Below Deck when Dawn <laughs> from season three put four raw eggs in a cup and just drank them? That yes, was so bougie. 
Yeah, oh, I don't think that's bougie. That no. is like Rocky style training like Rocky. for something in the seventies. Yeah, that was so gross. I d- I don't understand. This is a just mirror, everyone. I don't understand drinking raw eggs when you could just make an omelet or something. Is it no, like you just you gotta you. have it? You just gotta have that yolk and that white in you real fast. Yeah, and or is it more? Is it just me or salmonella? <laughs> like I, I think that there's that can't be healthy. That can't be well, good for you. The only time I do raw egg white is in a sour mix. If you're having like an oh. actual set, like a whiskey sour. And when they do it with the oh, egg white, yeah. it makes it so frothy and creamy. It's delicious. Ah, I can see that. I can see bad. that. But that's different than drinking a raw egg, which sounds disgusting. Yes. Yes. I like that. You're opening my mind, man. And making me more bougie. I'm a bartender. What do you expect? I don't know why I had to use that voice, but neither. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you're a bartender. I am, yeah. Have slash you- server, slash food runner, busser, sanitizer in the times of COVID. Are you are you working now? Um the New York City closed indoor dining for the last two weeks, but in about five days I'll be back. How are you feeling about that? Um Truth be told, I am feeling a little better because this is the first time I'm saying this publicly. Oh, wait, hang on. There's Play something to indicate exclusive, Tony. Well, you know what I'm going to do. Tony Baxton. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you were going to I was going to try for something else and then I just panicked. This, and, you know, yeah, this go-to. is an, <laughs> an Allison Rosen exclusive. Um, I, I got the vaccine. congratulations yeah so as a new york city restaurant employee uh i was eligible and um so i i got the vaccine and i have to tell you i do not dread going back to work because i will no longer be bitter and resentful (laughs) to the people who are dining to the customers because for a while it was just me in like full ppe reaching over your unmasked chewing face to grab an empty plate and feeling like this is wrong. This is classist. This is raw. This just it feels icky. But now that I I am protected a little better, um, I'm feeling okay about it. That's great. <clears throat> Have you yeah. had both doses? No, just the first. Um, so I will be working a little bit half vaxxed, but um, in March will be my second one. Did you have any side effects? Just a sore arm for like two days, but really it was quick and painless. Otherwise, um, I was very impressed in New York City how they ran this particular hub, lots of volunteers and nurses. Um, so I really do hope that, you know, if people are on the fence about getting it, that they do get it. Cause I think it's very important for us to get over this hurdle. Um, I don't for, know. Sore for, arm though. I know, right? <laughs> I'd like <laughs> the trade off. I don't know if that, oof. I know, I know it, it really felt like someone gave me a dead arm. Like someone just punched me in the arm, but that was yeah, it. Yeah, Not back. doing it. <laughs> Hard pass. Um, do you guys have any, Hey, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Is there anyone you'd like to tell off? Okay. Joe, you start. So here's how I forget if we did this last time, but just say, say what it is. 
and then at the end go, hey, so-and-so, and then Tony will play a thing. Okay. Um, we we kind of touched on it a little earlier, talking about doctors. <laughs> and after I just talked about these nice nurses and everyone and how important your health is, um, I kind of want to say a fuck you to doc- doctors. <laughs> um at least the ones I've been seeing, just like for upkeep, like we were talking about, because I'm not a doctor. I'm not educated. So I don't know if I really have to go for a follow-up in three months. I don't know if you're just holding my prescription hostage until I see you again, or if you really can't give it to me without a visit. Mm. So for that reason, I say doctors. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Nice. You can't you can't do like phone consultations and stuff like that. No, I've tried that. I also switched insurances. Oh. And, like, it's just a, it's a whole thing. Health field. It's just it's really not for <laughs> the average person. It stinks. Yes. Um. Yeah. Not to get all political topical, but I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um. I have had situations where like my the I'll make this real fast because it's kind of boring. Um. But. Through my husband's work, we used to have really great insurance and they like paid every claim and it was so easy to get reimbursed. And then they switched. And now it's an insurance company that seems it seems like their default is to not pay a claim. And then you have to talk to them six times and resubmit. And then eventually they will pay it. But the amount of time it takes to get it paid at a certain point, it's like it's not worth it. And yeah. I happen to have a job where I can put in the hours, but not every, but just to your point of like, it's not for the average person. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who it's for. It's for the bougie. Alfred, totally. do you need to tell anyone to yeah. get lost? You know, mine's so st- really stupid uh, and uh, topical in a, in a not clever or fun way. Oh, but, I can't uh, wait. But Tom Brady, right? Mm-hmm. Right, gang? <laughs> right? Enough. <laughs> Enough with this Joker already. I've had about enough of his malarkey. I'm sick of it. Tom Brady, can go fuck yourself. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. I have a question. Why, though? Because um, I live with someone who shares my bathroom and who shares your feelings about Tom Brady. But since I don't follow all this, I don't understand. Oh, wait, no, I know. Because he's MAGA, right? Oh, not even. I'm just a... Uh, you know, some people drink alcohol, some people <laughs> like uh, smoothies. I am a, a aficionado when it comes to haterade. <laughs> so I um, – a good, nice aged haterade is what I was really uh, sucking down last night watching him. Uh, uh, I grew up being a Michael Jordan fan. So for me, he's always number one. I don't care what anyone says about anything. I don't like anyone even getting close to being on a Michael Jordan caliber in anything. So, yeah, I, I've always disliked Tom Brady. And if Drew Bledsoe hadn't been injured, none of this would have happened. So would you say he's getting, and I hate to use such harsh language, too big for his britches? Whoa. I Jeez. Uh <laughs> That was very bougie. Um, <laughs> yes, I think so. And you know what? He's actually as humble-ish as someone in his position can be, but he's so boring. He just yeah. drives me crazy, and there's something about him. There's a je ne sais quoi. Is that boozy? Boozy? Bougie? Boozy. Uh, <laughs> it could and, be boozy. Uh, I think it's busy. Boozy? Bozzy? Uh, <laughs> buzzy. 
Uh, where am I? But uh, yeah, I don't like him, and he can go fuck himself. It was very busy, Phillips. Um, yes. Well, it's interesting because much like the genetic quality Alfred and I have of no cavities, I had an is, is it just me or, or is it everyone as far as Tom Brady is concerned? Let's hear it. Uh, is it just me or is it everyone that I would have rather watched the scene where Mark Wahlberg tries to jerk off Tom Brady in Ted 2 so as to get his sperm that he would then give to Ted's, uh, the teddy bear who doesn't have a wiener, uh, his fiance, so that they would have a Tom Brady kid. I would rather watch that on a loop than the Super Bowl I saw last night. I just can't believe you saw Ted 2. I know, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> it just is that you're surprisingly underrated. Oof. For that scene. Uh, Joe, you're welcome. I showed her the scene today. And uh, yeah. I would also add that when they sneak into Tom Brady's house and they open up the sheet to look at his wiener, you hear a choir. Yeah, I'm not sold on the movie. No. no that's better than I didn't like the first one. <laughs> it's not without its charm. Bill, do you need to tell anyone off? Um... Uh, well, let's see. I don't, I don't know if I have anyone that I would, I mean, I actually don't want to tell Army Hammer off because as far as I'm concerned, he's interesting now. That's been another theme on our show. It's interesting the way he's getting dropped from everything. Like his agency dropped him, that movie booted him out. So I'm unclear what the truth is. Like, yes, he has all these insane, grotesque fantasies. But what is very close minded? <laughs> um, okay, so, so judging, but is your sense that they want to they want to they don't want to be associated with him anymore because of the scandal, or that there's actually like harassment and abuse? I think that the jury is still out. Although I don't know if any jury would convict him on actual cannibalism because it doesn't seem as if he's done that. I love the fact that Joanne remains. Quite literally still on the, I don't know, I guess not literally, still on the fence about whether or not she condemns uh, his particular peccadillos. Joe, you're still on the fence, correct? Well, I don't know. He's been very open about it. (laughs) He's open about it with these girls. He DMs them exactly what he's going to do to them. They're (laughs) made fully aware of his dreams and fantasies. Yeah, none of them can be like, I can't believe he cut off my toe and put it in his pocket. (laughs) He told them. (laughs) <laughs> totally. And then, but his publicist just dropped him. Like, this is yeah. a publicist's job. And when yeah. they're like, this is a hopeless case, I gotta cut and run, that's problematic. I've been yeah. out of the loop. I know the the little information about this story. Uh, so I have a very uneducated uh, response. But when it comes to people dropping him, I will say Army Hammer is not the greatest vessel for sympathy. As uh, just he looks like if he played a yeah. Nazi, you would almost be like, mm, that's too on the nose. Like, mm, <laughs> that's I don't think they all looked like that. Um, You're right. So, Who's so the- I think he's. Yeah. You know, no one wants to really sympathize with him. Who's the best vessel for sympathy then? Who has like. <laughs> Like a real, like, oh, you feel like not Paul Giamatti. I mean, a little bit, but he's sort of anti hero, but like what, like jo- Joseph Gordon Levitt or something? Oh, yeah. oh, I don't know. Now, who's like really like you just feel their soul when you look at them and their humanity? Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm trying to think. Oh, Robin Williams before he passed. Yeah. Oh, 
terrible. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, by the way, I don't do impressions. Tom Hanks. Particularly uh, Tom Hanks, sure. Uh, although I hate Tom Hanks, I maintain he's quietly a monster. Uh, but uh, I don't do I don't do impressions. But I do have a bit of a Joseph Joseph Gordon Gordon Levitt, I believe that, that that's his name. Yeah. And it's not it's not an audio one, which is good because apparently my I'm having audio issues. But here we go. This is my jo- Joseph Gordon Levitt. Ready? Okay. <laughs> that is good. Uh, for everyone uh, who can't, who's listening at home, he weirdly put on blackface and <laughs> is dancing around. I personally don't get it. I don't know why yeah, Bill did that. He's holding up a sign I with a lot of it. racial slurs. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah. Um, so. Guys, I, you you haven't even heard me sing "Mammy" yet. Uh, that was part of the impression, and you interrupted. But uh, yeah, no, he just it looked real bashful and kind of did some Joseph Gordon Levitt eyes. It's that was good. Just, he's like really humble, you guys. But I mean, obviously he's an artist, and uh, <laughs> just like he's very blessed. And uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's just like he, he has fun with it. Definitely. I, I, you know what's confusing confusing to me about Joseph Gordon Levitt is that he was in Ten Things I Hate About You with Heath Ledger, and he was in the sequel to the Heath Ledger Batman movie, and they have the exact same face. Oh, they have the exact same face. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Look at you up. have that weird facial disease then, because they do not look anything no. alike. Heath Ledger's gorgeous. Heath Ledger, they have the same face. Heath Ledger would be a vessel for sympathy. Yeah. Uh, uh, it depends on when in his career. If and, it was yeah. later, yes. If it was earlier, no. When right. he's playing like a blonde knight, no. Yeah. What about um, Michael Sarah? Mm. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he's Maybe too like bit. on the nose for. Anyway, enough of that. I just saw the time. It has flown by. Um, I have actually made a list of the things I'm going to plug because I've been doing this now for over 10 years. And every time when it comes to this point in the show, I'm like, and, uh, and, uh, and I'm tired of my uhs and my ands. So before I get to that, and I'm, it's when I do it, I'm going to nail it. It's going to be so good and so succinct that I might break it off into its own podcast, a podcast of just plugs. And it is going to bury this one. It's going to be so popular, but I need to know first, Bill, where can we find you? Tell everyone, uh, plug anything you'd like to plug. Thank you so much, darling. I, Vera, Joanne and I are at compoundmedia.com. Um, you can't afford not to subscribe. It's very cheap. I believe 50 cents a day. I'm making that up, but I was just thinking of Ethiopian kids and for the price of a cup of coffee. Um, and we are on at 10 to 11, 10 through 11. I need to send you some dates because we would love to have you back. Uh, you killed it last time, as you always do. Thank you. And uh, and this is no joke. We actually have a running uh, segment about Army Hammer. Uh, I'm not proud of the title. It's called Hammer Time. But <laughs> the graphics are great. It involves Joe getting eaten by Army Hammer. And that right there is worth the price of admission. Joe, have I forgotten anything? Um, yes. If you're not sure you like us, you're crazy. But you can check out some clips from our show for free on our YouTube yes. channel. If you search Morning with Bill and Joe on YouTube, you'll see a nice variety of clips that showcase a lot of our award-winning segments. The awards have gotten lost in the mail. Uh, also, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at 
Joe Nosachinsky. That's spelt J-O, no such in sky. I love it. Way to do it phonetically. I'm available on Twitter at Alfred Schultz. And uh, C-H-U-L-Z, yes. What about you, Alfred? Uh, Really just Twitter. Oh, uh, Cameo. Uh, I, for uh, 10 minutes of my time, it'll cost you $5,000, but it's so worth it. So worth it. Uh, so yeah, just Twitter. Alfred Schultz. That Kevin Leary, Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank. Do you know how long, how much he charges for a 10 minute cameo zoom? No. $24,000. Oh no, sorry. It's not 10 minutes. I think it's an hour, but still. But that just means he doesn't want to do it, right? Pretty much. <laughs> that's that's what I would interpret yeah. that as. I mean, I guess he's going to give you business advice or something. They're offering Zoom calls now. Is that, yes, I didn't. It's know a that. new thing, and uh. I don't. I don't think every. I think it's like just certain people. I I have not been offered this option. I think it's just certain people, or maybe you have to hit them up about it or something. I don't know. But if you, but certain people can offer ten minute Zooms. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, it's to- incredible. Yeah, Alfred, did I tell you that Noelle Hancock got me Winston Zeddemore? A.K.A. Yes, uh, the the, the African American Ghostbuster makes me feel bad about my earlier blackface. Uh, <laughs> give me a birthday wish. It was a great. It was a great gift. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and he was wearing a Ghostbuster outfit, which made me feel a little bad. He's a working yeah, actor. He's bad. doing great, but he didn't have to wear this Ghostbuster no. outfit for no, you. I felt bad. I felt bad. Yeah. yeah. Also, considering it only cost her ten dollars, I feel like he went above <laughs> and beyond. <laughs> Tony, where do we find you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. Uh, and my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every week. Uh, also, patreon.com slash bizarre albums for that. And uh, check out don't uh, the Don't Stop or Will Die podcast called Song a Week, where we debut a new song every week. Wonderful. Um, I would like to remind everyone that I have put in so much time to my Amazon storefront. If you want to see some products, items, things that I recommend, that I use, that I like, just peruse it. See what I'm, you know, what I'm like um, and what I like. Uh, go to amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. I've got beauty stuff. I have my podcasting gear. I have recommendations for kids, home stuff. I've got Daniel's Corner. Um, it's it's fun and I spend too much time doing it. Um, also, if you like what you're hearing, please make sure you are subscribed. And please, I beg of you, uh, leave us a nice review on Apple Podcast. You know what? Leave us an honest review on Apple Podcast. If it happens to be nice, so much the better. Five stars, my favorite number. Um, check out my other podcast that I do with Greg Fitzsimmons. It's called you Childish. You just got Fitz dogged. <laughs> it's called Childish. Uh, and for Monday shows, go if you want to see the video to Monday shows, go to youtube.com slash Allison Rosen. Also other assorted clips. You can see clips from the Thursday shows too. Um, I just had Phil Rosenthal from Somebody Feed Phil on the show and that one's up there. So subscribe. YouTube.com slash Allison Rosen. Also, I'm on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Uh, and Cameo, which we just talked about. I'm not a black ghostbuster, but I believe that I have brightened people's <laughs> birthdays. I know. I... I know it's, com- it's, it's total false advertising using <laughs> cameo.com slash Allison Rosen. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Thank you. <laughs> Thank was, you. Thanks so much. Always a blast. Fun. Thank you so much. Um, My listener- new nickname for you, Allison is black ghostbuster, by the way. Um, well then this has really worked out well for me uh-huh. and that definitely won't involve, I won't need to explain that to anyone. 
No. It's, by the way, it's very bougie. It does feel bougie. Um, you guys, bougie. thank you so much for listening. You matter. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new band.